Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bali's a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race UK Season 4. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling GNT. Clang. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast, mm-hmm. a RuPaul's Drag Race review podcast podcast where we do it live live viewing so we watch it we stay up until nine o'clock when it's released oh my gosh and then we watch it once through and we're very very old so it's quite late for us i mean i'm in deep rim cycle usually (laughs) by now my my eyeballs is flying everywhere it's flying a detox it's (laughs) flying at coco whose eyeballs flying at you (laughs) because my eyeballs ain't flying no way uh no but this is this is late for us but you know what it's worth it why because we care about our listeners we we care about drag race we care about our listeners so we care uh, about you we watch it, we review it, we release it. So hopefully by the time it's morning, you guys can have our opinions there for you to digest on your way to work or while you're going for a run, while you're doing the dishes, maybe you're uh, just... Play it with the baby. Yeah. Or oh, play it with the baby. Maybe you just need some peace. Our voices are very soothing, yeah. you know, possibly appropriate for soothing a baby back to sleep. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have one. Try it. Yeah. Uh, let us know. <laughs> Let us know how you enjoy spilling the gene tea. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like the old Capri's cream egg advert. Yeah, how do you eat yours? How do you? Oh, gosh. Don't even try. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I could eat chocolate. Anyway, um, we want to start the podcast off uh, by reading out one of our reviews because we like to highlight Yay. the people who help our, um, who help us. It's a, it helps the algorithm. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. We always appreciate a review. And we have a review here from KCW1986. Um, oh, just, just a little younger than me. Tom. Just a little yes. younger than me. Um, new fave podcast. Uh, Dr. Tom and Paolo are hilarious to listen to and working my way through the back catalogue. Have to start a drinking game where I do a shot every time Dr. Tom mentions McGlair. <laughs> what, what? What? Girl, girl, <laughs> trust. Paolo talks about a, a queen having the range. I mean, that's the range. Does she have Um, the range? Thanks for the laughs. KCW 1986, thank you so much for a lovely review. Don't know what you mean about the McGlair thing. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, she's taking a shot. Oh, she's taking a (laughs) shot. Girl, girl, stay with us. She's drunk already. Stay with us, girl. Stay with us. McGlair, McGlair, McGlair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're just going to throw McGlair out there in the podcast just so you get drunk. (laughs) No, anyway, I am three weeks sober. You are indeed. And I am looking right at you with a glass of red wine in my hand it's just to help me out um i'm just trying to look look let's be honest i just want to look sexy do you know what? every time i did a trend every time i did like i did a weight loss challenge i remember going to like the place the last one was like f45 mm-hmm. and um i used to sit there around everyone who was also doing the eight-week challenge and they'll talk about oh they're doing it for their kids they just want to spend more time with their children i remember someone said it's for their health yeah and, my health, you know yeah. I, I, they're just i just all like really really important things and good yeah and then um and then I'd be like, I just wanna look hot naked. <laughs> I just I just you know, I, I just wanna take my top off and you people know. would just stop and stare at me. I mean, as there everybody's got their motivators. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to this invalidate. Really, this or- is really cute coat I really wanna wear. And um that's why I'm here. That's why I'm dedicating <laughs> the next eight weeks of my life to sobriety and, and healthy eating. Good and motivators. The end result, as long as health is the end result. Yeah, and that can't be a bad oh, thing. Oh, sure. You know, th- that just happens to happen <laughs> when you give up the booze. <laughs> but trust me, no. We wouldn't know about that. We are, uh, <laughs> we, we're, I'm planning me a good uh, New Year's, Tom. Yes. And I want to enter 2023 with a 
with a banging body. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, give me a little everyone, bit hot everyone, the collar. It never lasts. It never lasts. You know. Then I no, then I put it back on, and then and then, no, no, then no, I'm no. back at square one. So this, but you are doing something. You this time, I think you're doing things with more moderation. You're doing things gradually. You're doing things healthily in a way that I think you can maintain. As opposed to what, Tom? How was I doing it before? Oh, let's face it. You've done the odd <laughs> crush diet, haven't you, dear? Um, um, I feel really attacked. I feel like you're really coming for me really <laughs> well, hard. You know, I, I don't, I don't mean to attack you, but what well, I'm praising you for your current activities. And I think we should focus on that. Thank actually. you. Um, every week, um, my sobriety trip. So every week <laughs> that I, uh, I am, you know, alcohol free, um, Tom gets me champagne. <laughs> This so, is his reward. That's my reward. To clarify, not so he can drink it immediately. He's building up a little stockpile. Yes. A champagne cellar, if you will. Yeah. So, I, so every time I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. I, I want my sobriety. Whichever check. bottle is on sale in Asda. Yeah. Bottle gas. Or the, tes- or the Tesco. Mm-hmm. So we go, I guess so I, I'm going to the Asda and I'm also going to Tesco and I'm taking photos of the prices and then the cheapest one. Guys, if, you, if look, if everyone knows, Pipa I'd see, Pipa I'd seek, which is the champagne, yeah. was on sale for twenty six pounds. I mean, go out there now and get it. Listeners, go out right now. Go on, to the Tesco if you've got a club card. Twenty six pounds for that champagne. You'd I spend was it on like three cocktails, really, wouldn't you? So I'm just yeah, two so, cocktails, some places. Mm. Anywho, anywho, um, sorry, RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah, uh, UK that's season a thing. four. Now we do we know, we do know that this week is going to be a performance challenge. Uh, something about the West End, maybe they it's a musical. They specifically said musical in the trailer, musical with live vocals. So I'm excited because we always talk about musicals, and we've got our little tier system of difficulty. If you like, I gotta <laughs> sleep. Oh, Eve. Why can't Eve be on? The- and you oh. didn't see it coming, baby. Versus the world's been announced, by the way. We've already talked about the cast before, though, haven't we, in terms of the heavily rumoured ones. But it's been... Uh, it's official. It's, it's confirmed. Official. So it's Raja and Silky, uh, Victoria Scone and Vanity, Anita Wiglet, uh, Kendall Gender, Stephanie Prince, Isis Couture, <laughs> Couture, and uh, Rita Baga. Great cast, but... Look, my honest opinion, mm-hmm. we just saw Silky and Raja and they've already done All Stars and there is just, there is an army of drag queens who are worthy to do an All Stars. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like they should have got first timers in. I think there are so many queens who do deserve adulation. I mean, like Raja and Silky are great TV and lots of fun, but I am in agreement. They've kind of just been on our screens I mean, let's also remember that UK versus the world, they brought Juju B and um, Monique Hart, who also have done, like, have done more than one All Stars already. Fourth time for Juju. And fourth time for Juju B. It's like, why is, why is America sending over veterans? It would be great to see, you know, a queen who's never been on it before, like Nina Benina Brown, April Carry On, these amazing queens who often get overlooked. Diderette. Gigi Good. Gigi, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, there are so many queens to choose from to represent. But then the other controversial one for me is Isis. Isis, girl, you you really just done damn the done thing. I mean, I'm going to say I, I loved, I had such a soft spot for Isis on season two. I'm not going to complain about her being on my TV because I love her that much. But I've never been a huge fan of winners being on a normal All Stars because I think it's such a gamble. It's a bit like BB being on All Stars 3, isn't it? It's kind of like... You know, you've got your crown, but, you know, then what if you don't win? Does it kind of slightly invalidate your your first win? Because it's not an all-winner season. It's just a bit of a gamble. 
And you know, Isis will be up against Kendall and Stephanie. What if they get further than her this time around? Hmm. It's a. I still love her though. I still love her. And interesting to see Victoria as well because she's come to this rather than UK season four. I'm a bit baffled by that too. I'm a bit baffled that she's in All Stars when she only lasted, what, two episodes? But this is what she was offered. She wasn't offered to come back for season four. She oh, was she offered... wasn't offered? No, she was offered Well, this. Shangela auditioned again in order to get into season three. Why couldn't she just audition again? Rue was just like, yes, we found our mascot. <laughs> I, w- I mean, yeah, and now look at Shangela. She is probably the, she probably is the most successful. She's on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, she is probably, she probably is the most successful drag queen to come she's out. way up there. She's she's up there. With like, Trixie and Bianca. Willem as well. And Willem. In terms yeah. of like actual mainstream success. Yep. Yeah. Shangela's way up there. Yep, yep. But because it's performances, we were, um, you were cooking dinner and you asked me, <laughs> you, you know, the conversations that we have, even when we, when we don't have a mic, everyone, is um, <laughs> usually around drag race or, you know, very, something of the like. Very witty and insightful we, we conversations. Did a, we did yes, have a fight over yes. Rocky Horror Show, actually. It's it was, not a fight. There's just a fact that there was a you fight. need to accept. There's a fight um, because Tom's selfish. <laughs> Um, so we're trying to decide who's going to be Frank and Frida when we go see Rocky Horror Show in Brighton in the new year. It's non-negotiable. We bought the tickets. We're going to Brighton in January and we're going to see Rocky Horror Show. And so Tom and I, uh, we're deciding who are going to be. I feel like I should be Frank and Frida because I have never done drag, believe it or not. Well, all the more reason that I should be Frank and Verde. I've done him like 10 and, times before. And Tom's only look as Frank and Verde, and you've done it for every single thing. You've done it many times. Go do the one look that you know how to do, Tom. <laughs> Go do the one look. Okay? Go to Party City where I yeah. belong. So I'm just like, Tom, don't you want to, like, I don't know, mix it up? You, you mean, you, you're kind of reminding me of Danny Beard. Like, you got that one face, you got that one look. Well, I'm not coming for you, Danny. I, Danny, Danny, first of all, I love you. I'm just trying to make a point. <laughs> well, Danny, he is coming for you. So yeah, I'm you, not coming. you come for him. I'm please. not coming for you. Danny's on my side here. Well, Danny, Danny sung um, the um, Sweet Jones Vestai um, on TV on that. I've know, seen was it the voice. Was it something? I've seen Vivian perform that live in in uh, Superstar Boudoir. In anyway, so we're still trying to decide who's no, going to no, be Frank No, no, we've and decided. Frida. I've got the costume upstairs. It's fine. You Don't can't worry fit, about it. Tom. Let's be honest. You can't fit it. <gasps> I am not fat shaming. You're putting a lot of muscle, and you know that. Okay. Well, I just need a new corset. Everything yeah, or, else. Or they stretch. shut you up, didn't it? <laughs> or they shut you up real quick. Well, yeah, I have been working out, so yeah, it is the muscle. I've, it is the muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now we're just wondering because it's a performance-based um, kind of challenge this week, and Tom asked me a question. I said, you know what? Put a pin in it. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that on the podcast. And the question that Tom asked me was, so. The, the finale challenge is usually a performance challenge, but they don't usually crown a winner. Mm. It's usually kind of like, duh, 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 this is the finale episode. Do you lip sync? Do you final runway and stuff? And then we crown the winner of the season. But they never say who wins like the main challenge. So yeah. The, the main like performance. Yeah. So who would you choose in those instances? Yeah. So for the final performances, who if, if you would give a winner to them, who would it be? Mm-hmm. And so um, we started going through it. And then I was like, oh, Actually, let's just do this. Let's do it live. The podcast. Yeah, we'll live, do it live. Live and So let's do it quickly more. so that we can just get on to Drag Race um, UK Season 4, okay? Mm-hmm. For All Stars, it was the first one is, let's just start Everybody with All Stars. Everybody at home join in as well. Yeah, you everyone join in. We everyone can hear join you. In. We can okay? hear you. Muglia, Muglia. <laughs> she doesn't have the range. She doesn't have the range. Yeah, okay. Stick with us. Stick with us. Have some water. Have some carbs. Um, so All Stars. All Stars 2 was Reggie Wrote You. 
My winner was Alaska. Alaska. Oh, there was. I just think she fulfilled the brief the best, and I know that will actually be a very popular opinion because um, Katya was the funniest, but Alaska and Detox was probably the coolest. But Roxy was the most memorable. Okay, but Alaska fulfilled the brief the best for me. Yeah. And for me, it's absolutely Alaska with mm-hmm. Roxy Andrews coming a very close second. Oh, absolutely. Ah, Roxy I'm Andrews didn't have time to get clear. I know you love me, baby. You what I can do. And Todrick going, yeah! It's <laughs> like, so, girl, what are you, yes? Todrick was being a brunch gay. She was. She was yesifying <laughs> yes. that performance. Yesifying that. Oh. She was giving it the blessing. Monophonic okay. bet be on season five. Uh, I would. I, we need to see her for the new year. We do. We we're coming to Manchester for the new year as well. We're just traveling. We're just with the with that kind of people. All Stars three was Hey Katie girl. I think it's your world. Shangela or Kennedy. Kennedy, I think. I would give it to Kennedy Devonport. She was a fantastic opener, wasn't yeah. she? Just like full of energy and exactly what the song needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely give it to him. Um, I, just, I think there was um talk that you know how she starts by coming out of that van. Yeah. Apparently they forgot her, her and the dancers in the van, so her makeup was mounting. Oh, oh. Um, and then and then they remembered, and she and then she had to perform. Poor Kennedy. So I was like, oh, there's a reason why she's grumpy all yeah. the time. She's got a, a perfectly on, good do reason. Think, do you think they do that on purpose? Yeah. For me, it's so <laughs> close between Shangela and um. Kennedy. Kennedy. And I, yeah. I would give it to Kennedy. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. All Stars 4 was She's a Super oh, Queen. She's not a Super Queen. The remix just wasn't good, but oh, I, I keep going first. You go first. Um, I'll, I'll give it to Monet. M- Monet, definitely. Yeah, Monet. But Mo- that wasn't one of my favorite All Stars it finale wasn't. performances. It no, wasn't. No, no, Trinity's never in her element in those. Naomi had a kind of lackluster verse. Well, she had kind of like the bridge. And yeah. it, was, it was quite short it was yeah she was blinking you'll miss her legs up and then you'll see yeah just like the alcali simming body no curve something like that um all stars five we have clap back um mine's cracker cracker was great mine was pretty great as well wasn't she Again, not my favourite song. So they don't all like leap out to me. I think her performance was ambitious, but I think her verse lacked diction, and mm. it just for me it didn't vibe up. I just think that Miss Cracker gave such a, a her performance for me was my favourite. Okay, and like you can listen to her and know exactly what she's saying. I'll capitulate to what you say there. I mean, no, just who's your favourite? Again, the song is not my favorite. It doesn't loom large in my memory. I tend to skip it on the tr- on the playlist, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Shay. She just sticks okay. out a bit more in my memory. I thought she had more charisma. And again, she was ambitious. Yeah. All Stars 6, we've got um, that kind of, this is our country. Yeah. Na, 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 That's not even na, on the playlist. Na, na. Mine is Ginger Minj. Ginger Minj was like a was professional. Great. Her she voice was, was great. Yeah, she, mm. she was like... A, absolutely professional voice tech mm-hmm. um it was just great it was great i thought that this song could have just been ginger minge she could have carried it on her own she's got a fantastic voice ginger yeah. do you agree do you go for ginger yeah, yeah, okay yeah. now if we go to the regular seasons uh-huh. let's start with the uk now uk season one with um you know the vivian the vin of the campo and um bag of chips they had 
to the to 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 the moon. Tom, you heard my key. Why did you? Why were you? Why couldn't you hear it and then change it? Couldn't you change to mine? Tom, because I was already singing the melody. To 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 the moon. To the moon. Who was the winner for you? It was actually a really great performance because you had three fantastic like performing singing queens there. Um, Viv for me. Okay. Yeah. For me, the performance goes to the Vina the Camper. Yeah. But when I listen to the verses, I think I like Bega Chips's verse. <laughs> her verse probably is dancing the night away. I think hers is my favorite. Um, She's so funny. I love Bega. Like the lyrics, the the beat, the the rhythm, the rhyme. I liked. I liked hers the best. I liked those vocals. I loved. Her, oh, Viv had the best vocals. Her but funny I think little my, fake out bit. My my favorite verse goes to Bega. Absolutely. Dude, so I'll give it to Bega. The night sky. Season two. Taste. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, there was no quite one. An easy one. Yeah. Taste very is a easy. fantastic performer. Season three. Hey, sis. It's Christmas. Crystal. Crystal Versace. It's Christmas time. She, really? Mine's Ella the day. Ella was lackluster in that. I expected more from Ella, but oh, she'd hurt okay. her back. Overall, you're overall, I would give it to Crystal. But yep. when I listen to the verses, like Ella of a Day's got such a good verse. Her, her voice is fantastic. Her verse is very well written. But in the performance, Crystal killed it. Yeah, Kitty slain. was great too. Ella, um, it's like a light had gone off and I'm sure she said she'd hurt her back or something. So it was a real shame for her. Okay. Yeah, that's it. And then mm. we got season nine, the regular season, which is... Category, category is. is. Which I think all of them are great except for Trinity. It's just not her element. No. She struggles with it. I'm going to give it to Peppermint. She was just like, this is this is why Peppermint's a star. Oh, it's hard because Peppermint and Sasha Velour are very good for me. Sasha is very memorable. Very um, on brand, very memorable, very well written verse. But Peppermint was just like. No, you're right. Peppermint. Peppermint. Yeah. I'll give it to Peppermint. P E P P E R O. Bitch, you know the you know rest. The rest. <laughs> yeah. Season 10 was. I am American, American. American. American, American, red, white, and blue. I, I'm always singing Asia's. Her heart was etched in sorrow, oh, and now it's blasted in light. It's like the most earnest thing that's yeah. ever been written. I love it. I, I felt like, girl, she was going for like some kind of poetry award. Oh, she was after a Grammy. <laughs> She was best new songwriter. She's like, what? Well, we, we could be nominated for an Emmy. I got you. I got you, Root. <laughs> best new Her artist. name was etched in sorrow. And now that's the delight. Okay. Um, my favorite in there would be. Give me the. I think Aquaria. Aquaria, Eureka, Aquaria. Cameron, and um, what was Cameron's? Hey, you there? Now pay attention to me. I think it would be Aquaria, for me. Absolutely. Yeah, bonjour. On, a, on an I'm American song. Yeah. And she starts <laughs> off with bonjour. <laughs> then she's got Christmas <laughs> uniqueness and nerve. It was a tribute to Dita Ritz. <laughs> wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. Um, so who did you choose? Mine's Aquaria. I think, no, um, do you know what? I've just got such a soft spot for Asia. So I'm saying Asia. Asia uh, her, it's the one girl. I sing the most. Her yeah. heart was you, you mock it. You mock it. I you don't, don't. I love it. I've got affection Season for it. Season 11 is Queen. Queen's everywhere. Queen. Dun, 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 dun. Queen. Um, Buddy of a goddess. Fish of a daddy. She's a new bitch. Miss they did actually mighty. get rid of somebody for this one, didn't they? They got this rid of easy. Bungie. This is easy for me. Evie Oddly. Oh, Evie was fantastic. And when she came yeah, up, yeah, yeah, she yeah, crept yeah. up and then she did that back bend and then started walking in the back. I mean, come on. You know how people like to discredit Evie's win because she had uh, one win? 
it would have made so much more sense if they'd given her the win for that, that and even for that the playing one. field. So, yeah, for me, it's Evie. Yeah, I agree, Evie Oddly. Season 12 had that amazing medley there. Baby, we made it, we made it. Into the mirror song, they, into the... Now, that's one where they did give a win. <gasps> oh, they so did. Gigi, Gigi, Gigi good. good. And I think it probably was Gigi's. She was very, very good. Jackie Cox no, was Jackie, great, though. I would have given her... And they sent it, her home. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie they, for me. They were just like, oh, shit. We, They're we, like, damn we, it, we didn't expect you to do well she's, here. She's but not she's going got to the, the top rest, four. She's got the rest record. But she did amazing. <laughs> yeah, Jackie deserves real props for that Season one. Season 13, and I want to say this, has one of the best finale performances mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And it was Lucky with Got Mick, Simone, and Candy Muse. All three of them were amazing. I think the whole production was great. I think the car, I think everything about this was good. Do you know what the bit? There's one bit in it when Candy whispers, um, and you better watch your back. It always gives me a bit of ASMR. <laughs> so, Why? Because it, cause it's like a bit she of a whispers lisp it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she, she, she lisps it and, and she's got that adorable lisp and she whispers it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beef impediment. I know. I don't know who I'd give it to. They're all okay. For me, it would be between Gottmik and maybe Gottmik. Gottmik and Rose, I think. Oh, okay. Rose. Rose did that really good singing and rap. And Gottmik was like a bit of a surprise because, like, Love got mixed like, a bit and she completely did very, very well in the competition. It's an amazing comedic and fashion moments, but she floundered in like discumentary and was protected. And so it was really, really good to see. Oh, actually, in this performance challenge, she's fantastic. Who would you give it to? I think Mick. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought they were so. Good. I thought they were it's so. It's really good. hard to choose because, like, that's no nothing to discredit Simone or Rick Candy. I'll give it to Rose or Got Me. You choose to go because I want to give it to Rose. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then season fourteen, we had Catwalk. I thought that was a bit lackluster. The song was like mid tempo. It's actually a good song and it's worth re listening to. Um, I think Diabetti. Yeah, I'll give it to that. But that's with re-listens. I remember at the time, I just wasn't sure. I think Bosco was great too. Really no, um, no, who was the um, the British girl? Camden. Camden, Camden was, was good. good. Yes. Cook, twist, dinner, powder, boy, Levitate. No, no, no. I'll probably give it to her, actually. Dyer was great too. Yeah, well, then you can choose Dyer. I'm giving it to Lady Camden. Friend of the pod, Diabetti. Look at that. Um, I think we should get into the episode. I think we'll just talk too so much. So basically, anybody who's in charge of any of the wikis, uh, if you're listening, just add a win to those Queen's track yeah. records, please. Yeah, change the, the statistics and see <laughs> where they really stand Yeah, now. yeah. Update those PPE scores. Um, <laughs> let's get into the episode. Now, just a heads up, everyone. The theme of today's episode is performance. Performance. Say it with me now. Performance. That's oh, performance. What, what is performance? When is it and how? Tom, I can't. No? Tom, I, I don't think. You're not a resident expert Tom, or anything. Tom, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know her. Um, uh, but look, the girls are coming in after last week's elimination. We mm-hmm. have said bye to Sminty. Yeah, I had a real soft spot for Sminty. Yeah. Killer runways and very likable queen. I think she's carried on the legacy of House of Kendall beautifully. Next time we'll see a House of Kendall What girl. legacy? Gothy is the, Tom, the UK stop pork it. Do you know chop. what? Can I just say this? People are throwing around the words legacy, legend, icon yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. easily these days. It's like all you got to do is turn up onto a show and you're a legend. No, that's she's, not it. She's the UK pork chop, okay? Tom, she, uh, <laughs> Tom stop. <laughs> stop silencing just me. enough. Stop censoring just me. enough. I'm shooting from the hip, Paolo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
So, so sorry. Um, rewind. Yes. Okay. The girls have just um, the girls have just come back. We've seen Smincy leave. She had an iconic like exit. It was everyone's talking about. It, it was very yeah. very funny. Was, it was very funny. It was gorgeous. And now we've got two. Well, actually, Danny Beard is in the lead. Danny Beard has two badges. We got Dakota Shiffer right behind um Danny. Two wins, but also a bottom. Yes. And then we got Cheddar Gorgeous, who has one win. Pixie's got one win. LaFille's got. One win. All in similar places, these girls. They've got a win. They've never been bottom two. They've been high at times. Then we got Jombas, Black Pepper, and Baby, who, um, well, Black Pepper and Baby have a win and a bottom two. But then Jombas got just the bottom two. So Jombas at the bottom. None for Gretchen Wieners. None for Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. Um, I love Jombas. She's like a really, really nice, funny lady. She's just not shining in the competition. The theme, from what I'm getting in the beginning of the episode, mm. is it's going to center around Pixie Polite's kind of, um, the word is, I don't want to say insecurity, but it's her... It's interesting. I feel like they're trying to construct a bit of a plot line with Pixie because they dwelt on her feelings of being overlooked in Untucked last week as well. Um and they made quite a big point. You know when they're judging and they make a big point of close-ups on people's faces when somebody else gets the win and that sort of thing. Um, it does strike me that Pixie is a very, very talented queen who struggles with her confidence and is quite vulnerable to feeling invalidated, I think, because she doubts herself. And if she doesn't get the validation, that self-doubt is compounded, I think. That's my impression. My thing is that she got such great feedback last week, and I find it—I found it quite mm-hmm. sad that all she seemed to really focus on mm-hmm. is the fact that she didn't win. We were talking about selective abstraction last week, weren't we? And she picked, yeah, out, yeah, selective abstraction. I mean, obviously, she, she, Tom, she, I know that she picked out "I didn't win" out of all of those beautiful compliments because she looked stunning on the runway and she put in a fantastic performance that loads of people loved and lots of people are talking about. I saw it online. She was very, very appreciated. Um, some people were very like, "I think Pixie should have won." I don't personally agree with that because I thought Danny was that amazing i think she was a clear winner but pixie was fantastic cheddar was fantastic Mm. um so yeah yeah um let's see what this week brings um and how things are steered in terms of her confidence you know i don't want her to be a leaf in the wind do you know what i mean i don't want her to um be vulnerable to the whims of others i know that they're in a competition it's an emotional pressure cooker that they're being critiqued but i'd love to see her develop a bit more self-belief and internal resilience instead of feeling so vulnerable i just don't want yeah i agree with you i don't want her to go down the nina benina oh kind of track <laughs> I, I see what's going on here yeah <laughs> i see what's going on here Delusion, convince you, Nina Bonina, my darling, my darling. Yeah. Um, look, the library was open this week. Did you know that, Tom? Um, there are only two. Well, there are two reads there that made me chuckle. There, there were some good ones. There were, yeah, yeah. Tell me what were your favourites? My favourite read was from Pixie Polite, mm-hmm. who said, "Baby." Mm-hmm. Then she did the whole, you know, for performance effect. She tilted her glasses uh-huh, down uh-huh. and then puts them back on and says. I'm pro-choice. I thought that was a very good I read. I thought that was that was a great read. It was and very, it's very nice good. to see this side of baby. Pixie. I'm uh, sorry, Pixie. Yeah. 
But ginger. Both, both I mean, small, sorry. <laughs> not ginger, copper top. Pixies and babies are both small creatures, but they are different. And che- uh, and then Jomba's read to Cheddar. She goes, Cheddar is so old. She was the first queen to throw a brick at stone. Hinge. That was very good. I thought yeah. that was so good. That was such a good read. Jomba's comes across as very naturally funny in the confessionals. We've just not seen her have a chance to channel it to that degree yet. So yeah, I thought Jomba's gave some great reads. I thought Danny was great too. Um, the, the one about um, we've seen the show embrace trans icons of late. So finally, they're embracing trans mediocrity. <laughs> that was a good read. From it was a very good read. Very good read. Anything else? Uh, I like Danny's read to Pixie as well. So the thing about charisma not being a sexually transmissible. <laughs> um, the winner was Pixie Polite because Pixie won. She gets an advantage with this week's maxi challenge. Now, again, the theme this week is performance. Cool. Now, they're going to be Says starring in the sequel to Mary Poppins called Larry Poppins, the <laughs> musical. And now Larry is Mary's evil twin, a nanny who was practically imperfect in in, in every way. And now they're going to be for the Poppins. They are going to be singing live. Fantastic. And, there's only a handful that have sung live. You referenced one earlier. Kenneth's um, Drag Race. I got yeah. a trick of my sleeve. Um, who else? Um, one of, well, the first Rusical, um, RuPaul the Rusical with uh, adoring Yes, Bianca Del Rio, Courtney Act. That one was Dayla. a good one. She's a man with one eye. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Very, one. very good. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, the, the other UK one was live as well, wasn't it? Which one? Red the uh, Rusical. Yeah, because yes. actually, remember, um, it was hilarious. Um, there Jenny was a, Lemon. Yeah, her little slip up. Um, and here's... Um, diphtheria. And diphtheria. And she was called dysentery, wasn't she? Yeah. she you heard her go, oh, shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Flashback. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, that was live, too. That was live. It is just a real hand. Some of the other international ones might have been as well. I mean, that, nothing's coming to my... Espana. Which one? Espana 2. Okay. It, remember that fantastic musical um, where the, the, it was like the Javis were there and they were very hands-on and they were like, this is our baby. And they put together a really fantastic musical. Oh, the Javis are amazing. With Sharon and Estrella and everybody was very, very good. Were there any more live musicals done for the U- US season besides that one? Uh, yeah, Cher. Cher. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Cher and roaches, cockroaches and Cher. Um, um, Cultural appropriation was a word we never heard. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good one. It was. Yeah. Thing is, you need a cast that can carry uh, live singing. We, we were talking earlier, um, UK3 missed a total trick with a plot line with Ella Viday and Veronica Green as rival musical theatre queens. Who, who could have done a musical, And it could have been a great episode where they've gone head-to-head, opposing lead roles, <clears throat> sung live. Maybe maybe they were going to, but Veronica just went too early. And they, they scrapped it. It was a weird season. I don't know. I mean, I think it takes a lot to make a musical, And I think because that, that season was, you know, the production was rushed. I don't think they had the time or the manpower yeah. to... To actually create the Ruse Call episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything was done so quickly. <sighs> that Peloton. Everything had to be terrible. everything. Everything was done so quickly. They didn't have the yeah. time. Even the ball, they changed it to make it a rush. There it is. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the thing. And I do like to say, because you know, musicals are alive, and we have to remember, everyone, we have to remember that these are not trained no. 
like West End or live music singing performers. These are drag queens, and you know we can. There's so many types of drag, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be. These queens aren't. You know. They're probably not going to be the best at this, but they have to make do with what they have and they have to apply themselves to the challenge. I, I think in UK drag, you do tend to find a few more live singers. I think there's more of a tradition of it. The, that's, you Charlie know what, Hyde, for example. That's, that's, you know, there are so many newer queens who aren't, mm-hmm. who aren't, you know, who are, who are bred mm-hmm. in the traditional. They, they are makeup YouTube queens. They've seen RuPaul's Drag Race and they want to be drag now. And they're, and they're very different from the, the traditional drag yeah, queens the kind of that we will find tradition. the musical yeah the yeah. hosting the musical now yeah. now it's it's I just want to go into drag Panto. race because I want to be picked up by a designer or I want to be clothes and that's okay but it's 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 not going to favor them in this this challenge now Pixie for winning the cha- the challenge does the the reading challenge does get the privilege second week in a row of choosing and casting now before we go into that can you tell me who you're going in here feeling is going to perform well danny beard she's just got it hasn't she danny beard because we we know that she can act and we know that she's got pipes in her danny beard and i'm gonna go through the list because the only thing that i can i i have really to uh, Mm -hmm. make this assessment Mm -hmm. is the girl group challenge yeah, Don't it's the I. closest thing we have other than like, you know, girls who came in saying I can sing and I do perform kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Pixie Polite, no, Pixie Polite, she's, I think she's a singer. I expect too. her to do well. Well, she's part of a girl group. Yeah. So I'm expecting Pixie to do well as well. Mm-hmm. LaField has come in saying that she is a singer. She yeah. did have a great performance on the girl group challenge. She did. So I am going to say LaField, I think, well, that's it. Baby, maybe. Mm. Baby can sing. She's got a degree in... I know a degree in songwriting isn't going to help her here, but she's got a sense of musicality. She can sing. Okay, then Baby. I. Uh, the other queens, uh, I think, kind of... They don't necessarily... Uh, they don't have the advantage that those four have. But if you go through... Like, Dakota's coming across as really underconfident and saying that she hates musicals. It's the first time since week one that we've seen Dakota kind of a bit shaken and not taking things in her stride. And Don't close over that, please. Um, how is there a queer person? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know one existed who didn't like musicals. I think that's part of you know it's it's part of the test. If you want to be, you know if you want to join the community, there are certain things that you have. There's a law. You need to be a part of, and you need to sign off on. It's contractual. <laughs> this is treason. Well, what can I say? Dakota's breaking the mold. I, She's uh, a trailblazer. D- but this is not a trail you want to blaze, <laughs> darling. This is this is. I I mean, I I can't believe it. I'm I'm shocked. I'm yeah. shocked. It's um. I, I really wanted to overcome this because you know I love that kind of can do attitude that she shown the other weeks, and I just want her to kind of head for it. I think Cheddar Gorgeous can do anything. I just have a strong belief in that. Mm-hmm. Um, she can hold a tune. I could just imagine her embodying the character and just imbuing it with her her quirky cheddarness. I mean, with the, with music theatre, mm-hmm. acting is so important. And she can act. Yes. Last week, she was probably the best actress. 
acting is very important when it comes to music theatre. Mm-hmm. And I've said it before, um, it's, acting, it's acting, singing, and then dancing. Yeah. And, and in terms of, for me, what's the most, what usually what the most important thing is, which mm-hmm. is why they always hire celebrities for shows. Um because the acting has to come first, and then the singing is usually it's song through acting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then dancing is usually uh, the least. F- you don't have to be the best dancer. There, are, there are many roles where the lead has to be the best dancer, mm-hmm. unless you're doing something like you know anything goes. Uh, yeah. Unless you're doing something something like that, but usually the ensemble create the mm. the artistry of dance, mm. and then you just have to do your one two three step, but just hit that high note, yes. <laughs> and you know get those vocals sounding great as mm. the lead. So I just hope that you know m- my advice is really put your performance out there and then act, and then yeah. you don't have to be the best singer. Um, it, well, you know, it, it always helps, but if you aren't the best singer, really push the acting. I think Cheddar, she'll really be able to do that. I think, I think she'll excel yeah. at that. To be honest, who else we've got? We've got, um, we've got Pepper. I think Pip. I don't know. I think Pippa's a performer. I think when you're a performer, mm. you you live and you you know you can always perform. I just don't know how she'll do in this challenge i don't think she'll be bad because i know that if you're a performer you know what to do when you're on stage you know how to turn it on Mm -hmm. i just hope that she can um just find a way to make the singing work yeah 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 because she's got great don't bore nina (laughs) don't bore nina make it work um and then last but not least we have jumpers how do you see jumpers doing I think Jombas is a trooper. From what I remember yeah. in the girl group challenge, I thought Jombas was a trooper. She's really Jom works hard. She's a, she's a hard worker. But I didn't know that she found it really hard mm. with her um, her timing with in, in, in the song. And but, that's going to be really bad here because the thing is, if you miss your cue, mm. and I, I, I don't know if this is a live set. Like, I don't know. And when you go to a music theater, when you go to an actual show, they have an orchestra there. So if you miss your cue, mm-hmm. they can just keep looping until you come in. Yeah. And if you go off time, sometimes the orchestra can find you or, mm. you know, they'll catch up with you. But if, if you're doing it to a track, once you miss your cue, mm-hmm. you have to try to pick it up. For example, Jujube. Jujube oh. in season two, when she came in for, this is for my, and boys and girls. When she came in for that, she missed her cues. You leave Tyra alone. <laughs> leave Tyra alone, please. Leave Tyra alone. When she she missed a cue and that, and that kind of stuff to her up, and then she's there trying to think on the spot. Oh, well, where am I up to? And she, she was mumbling, mm. and it was, it was it was bad. So that's these are the things that they need to consider. But um, I yeah. think we should watch a bit more and see yeah. what we can say. Now we've just gone to the Mexi stage challenge. Mm. We've just seen the musical. We have indeed, and um, we watched the rehearsals. We thought we'll just blend it in with the musicals. It's and what just, we do usually. It's what we usually do. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to save time. Just Absolutely. to save time. We're very efficient people over here. So um, overall, I thought it was good. I thought as musicals go, I thought it was really good, actually. I thought there's a lot of really solid performances and I found it hard to pick out somebody that I thought, oh, you're definitely in the bottom. It was, to me, it was more about kind of like some parts being bigger than others, to be honest. Yeah. But um, you as our performance expert, I want to hear from you. Well, do you think they were singing live? Um, I do question it. But they said they were. Yeah. So I think they were. They had the little mics on. I do know what you mean, but... I don't think it was live. 
Do you think? And it's, I, and I hope I hope I'm wrong. Do you think? But they've I've heard their them. Live? Absolutely, they've recorded the vocals. I mean, that is their vocals. Maybe they're not live, but I do not believe that this is a live performance. And the reason is, I remember when you see the rehearsals that they did for the girl group challenge and how mm -hmm. I heard them sound there. I don't think that they've improved that much from that rehearsal where there were changes made in post-production and all of a sudden now they're singing live on beat, on tune. I just find it a bit strange. I don't, I, I just, I just feel like it's not live. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think they're singing live there on the stage. I believe that maybe they pre-recorded their own live vocals um, and they, and they are like the words they're performing live. You know, do you know what I mean? Like when they're, mm. when they're talking, I think that that's live, but I don't think that the singing's live. Okay, I'm going to suspend my disbelief and I think they sang live, but I think we'll agree to disagree. But for the ensemble numbers, especially the end, do you actually think they're all singing that live together? The, I, th I think for the ensemble numbers and for several bits, actually, there were significant layers of backing vocals that were added on to really smooth things out. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah, there was a backing track. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's just that's that discussion done. Let's go look at performances <laughs> from each. Okay. Now yeah. we've got a, there's a picture of all of them. We've only seen it once through because we want to digest it. Um, mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. having seen it mm -hmm. one time and not going through and just being quite analytical. Mm -hmm. I want to say that the standout performers for myself yeah. was I mean, Danny Beard. Danny's a superstar. Danny Beard was good. Jombas was good. Jombas did a great job, I think. Jombas was good because Jombas did what you what needs to be done when you're not a singer. You perform the hell out of it. And and that's what the, the character was put forward, was in the forefront mm -hmm. of um of, of the performance, which I was, was great. Happy for Jombas that she got this chance to shine this week. She mm. did really well. I've I've said it before that um what's her name? Princess Diaries, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's performance in Lay Miz, the movie, as was that, what was her role? Ah. Oh. She was the I had a dream in time come on. Yeah. That one. Yeah. She performed the hell out of it. I mean, she is a good singer, but like there are so many other amazing Broadway and West End stars who've done the role mm -hmm. with a better voice. But the way that she performed it was amazing. And that's what sells it in And musical, that's probably isn't it? what got her the role. Yeah. Seriously. Because mm -hmm. uh, I know that everyone's going for it. I mean, the girl who played the um was it on my own that one yeah she was the actual girl from broadway okay yeah so samantha bark so she got her so i'm imagining everyone in broadway and west end would have gone for that yeah role. they would have died but anne hathaway it, yeah. i mean her performance it was just great because her character came first and um i think danny danny did that and as did um john burrs yeah for me those are my top two anybody else that was a standout who could make it into the top three um Maybe Pixie. I thought Pixie was great. I thought Cheddar shone a little brighter for me. Okay. Um, I loved her hello, hello, <laughs> sexy, filthy waitress cockroach. It's a very Cheddar role. Um, I also think um, Baby in her bit, she embraced yes, it. Yes, actually, a really good Baby job. did a yeah. really good job as well in her, in her number. She acted well, I thought, actually. Yeah. Right. Um, so what about the twins what do, what do we think about the twins uh, Dakota and Pepper what I've written is they were competent there was nothing wrong with what they did 
there was not a huge amount for them to do with those roles because they were kind of background furniture a lot of the time. Mm. But both of them were, were good. They were good. I don't have any criticisms of them. Do you? Um, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. No. Um, and then, I don't think anyone was terrible. Nobody was bad. Is this? It's a week where no I, one was but bad. But I can. But I can give a bottom. <laughs> oh, okay. Here she goes. I can give a bottom. Um. First of all, I want to just make sure I've gone for all of them. Cheddar was good. Cheddar was good. I've only see, not mentioned one person. I, I did see Cheddar look look down. Um, at one one part during the choreography was that her confidence with the choreo? Was, was her yeah? I think that was her confidence with the choreo, kind of just showing. She she did work really hard at the choreo. Yeah, but we did see but, her stuff. But they well. didn't stuff up the choreo. No, no. I mean, she was the choreo actually was wow. Well, yeah, the choreo was well done. But I think she, there was a slight moment where I saw her go out of character and just making sure she was doing correct the choreography, and then she resumed. Um, but Sheila was great. She was like, there's this British TV show called Hello Hello um, from the late 80s, early 90s, and it was set in World War II France, and it would never air today because it would be considered too offensive. But back then it was just Saturday evening TV, but it was just all about kind of basically um, British people playing Europeans and doing absurd accents, and it was very that to me. I thought she really embraced it, and I loved the characterization that she gave. Um yeah. Da- Danny is my superstar standout, though. Danny just, she was a complete natural in this. Yeah. Um, there was, her, her but, performance was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny was Danny. Danny yeah, was Danny. But she did actually, you know, sli- she, she gave a different accent. She adopted a persona. She, it was the Danny Beard twist on the role. I don't think she was just like being Danny. Oh, when I say Danny being Danny, I mean Danny just being a really good. There we go. Yeah, yeah sorry. performer. I was just clarifying that you were abusive. Like Danny was just there. being Danny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I'm abusive, Tom. Yeah. 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 Here yeah. it is now. <laughs> if anyone ever asks what were the signs that there was violence between them two, everyone remember this podcast, um, Drag Race UK season four, episode five. There's when evidence apparently when I started criticizing Danny yeah. Beard. Um, um LaPhil, I think. Do you know what? I wasn't sold on LaPhil's performance. I thought I could see her working. It was a really bit too hard. frantic for me. Yeah, it was a bit too frantic. Um, Again, nowhere near bad at all. I think we are clutching at straws to find some bottoms because she was she was solid. But I do know what you mean. It's like. I don't know. Like, she didn't slip into the role as easily as some of the others did. It didn't come quite as naturally. Mm. But I admire the work that she put in, the energy, um, doing this kind of, like, good girl gone bad thing with her. Um, and the finale was fun. The thing is, I didn't differentiate the difference between the good and bad because okay. she started off at quite the same as energy. Had she come in quite composed and then went into that? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh my god, now I'm changing and I'm actually really liking it. I think there wasn't enough contrast. Remember yeah. if you remember Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins comes she's so there's a regality to her. There's a there's a power she to glides, her. Yeah, she, she glides and she mm-hmm. just she doesn't need to say anything because she's always in control and she's not afraid of anything. Anybody's been listening for a while will remember we've seen Mary Poppins live and it was a beautiful show. Yeah. Um so Yes, I mean, basically what I'm saying is we're experts. We're yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've seen it once and we know exactly yeah. how should we perform. Um, yeah, so sorry, LaFell. Um, no, I do know what you mean. I do, we're talking in, in kind of like degrees of goodness, really. 
and she's not up there unfortunately this week um i do first think of all first of all she did a great performance yeah 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 that's what i'm saying it's just like who was yeah. the least great yeah um but if i had to choose a bottom bottom the switch you know what this would be really hard this was a very good risk i want to first of all i want to commend season four yes for pulling this off uh, in my opinion it was better than season two rats the musical and i just, agree because they had some actual bottoms they don't this time yeah, so, yeah exactly do you remember that oh god i only escaped the bottom that week they put taste. They sacrificed taste. They, they did. But she gave that amazing performance of um, memory. Ah, uh, yeah. But this was much better. This was very good. I, I can name three bottoms just by the three who had the least standout roles, basically. They didn't do a bad job, but it was Pepper, Dakota and LaFell who just aren't in the top five, basically. It's unfortunate. For me, my top three, if I have to choose, is easily Danny. Can- Jombers deserves a lot of recognition. Oh, jo- this, week. this could well be Jombers win for the surprise. And yeah. The storyline could be really good, and she no, but she deserves it for the performance. She was just excellent. I loved what she did. She was giving me Moira Rose um, in The Crows Have Eyes, The Crowing, uh, becomes a stripper, uh, works a street corner. Um, she was very, very good. I I loved what Cheddar did because again, she gave me these low low vibes. Um, Pixie, I thought was solid. She did a great Dick Van Dyke. She shouldn't have swapped roles. Mm. It was not as interesting a role as um, as Larry Poppins. Yeah, Danny benefited. Danny actually swapped out of kindness. I don't think she was looking for a different role at all because she got what she asked for first time round. She swapped out of kindness, but got the better role. Pixie sabotaged herself here. She really did because it com- was a bigger role, and her confidence, her, conf- her yeah. confidence, got the better. Her of confidence her. got the better of yeah. her because if she wanted to shine, she should have gone and stayed with Larry Poppins. I do feel that the mm-hmm. real reason that there was a swap was the confidence. It was the confidence, and it's a shame. She was still great. Just um, she was she was solid. She was in the middle for me. the The role did not allow her to. It's shine It's like as you're brightly. not going to be nominated. For that, for that role. That role was never made to be nominated. Yeah. The roles to be nominated for was Larry, Mary, and maybe Bird Lady. Yep. And also, like, what could be more fun than playing this, like, slovenly nanny who corrupts? <laughs> you know? It's a fun role. Mm. Um, and then Baby actually could vie for a top spot. You're right. The top... I, I could switch either Pixie or Baby for the top three. But the top two definitely as Denny and John Burrs. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the third one will be the Cheddar Pixie or Baby. Baby deserves a lot of props because she came in feeling a bit shaken. Um, and she struggled a little bit with the vocal bit of the, the practice, particularly. I do want to say, re- with regards to the twins, I do feel Black Pepper was a bit more... Um, in the role. Animated. Yeah, she was a bit yeah. more in the role than than Dakota not to say that Dakota wasn't but there was a clear difference like Black Pepper was really going for it and there was one time when they did the choreography where I think one of them was off and let's be honest if you're dancing with Black Pepper or Baby mm-hmm. if someone's off it's not them it's too not Black Pepper, yes. so I was like oh yeah. Dakota was off there so um, that's my opinion I do think Dakota deserves recognition for just getting on with it she, yeah. she was not absolutely embr- she was not like uh, thrilled about 
the challenge this week. But again, I love seeing that can-do attitude from her. Um, and she deserves a lot of recognition from that. Um, let's have a look at the runway and then make our final decisions. 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 It's this Liverpool accent. It's just trying to make its way into my mouth. That was not Scouse, though. No, like that was decisions. the mumble of decisions in decisions. the Kiwi. Decisions. Decisions. See, I've got it. Okay. Tom, please. <laughs> Category is West End, basically. A rare week when you might actually have more to say about the runways than I do. Um, the first one we have is Pixie Polite coming down as Tracy Turnblad in Hairspray. Now, you love Hairspray. I love you, Hairspray. It was one of the first musicals I was in. Yes, I was you've involved been in Hairspray, in. yeah. Um, so I love this musical. Um, I think she went very true to Tracy Turnblad. She mm-hmm. went very true to the costuming. I don't see anything drag added, but let's be honest, I think Tracy was a drag queen. She had a reveal. <laughs> she had a reveal. So she went from like her, her you know, Tracy Turnblad outfit yeah. into the You Can't Stop the Beat outfit at the end. Looks a um, bit like a uh, Christian Cowan dress, actually. I actually think that um, the reveal wasn't as glamorous as it, as it could be, because oh. um, if you if you see... The well, maybe I think she could have dragged up the if she wanted you know to do it. One week you get a chance to critique the runways, and here oh, you go, laying into them. Everyone, I want sudden, you, every week when Tom's talking, I'm, I'm giving him the whole um, pointing at the clock, going, um, come mm. on, speed it up. But here I am going um, in, so we, we might run over today because I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> no, I'm just saying that the um, the second outfit could have been a bit more drag. Okay. I love I loved her talking about how Tracy speaks to her as a character, though, because um, she's embracing body positivity, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Um, John Buzz comes out inspired by Debbie Reynolds from Singing in the Rain. Now, not the first Debbie Reynolds Singing in the Rain look we've seen on Drag Race, but I do like the twist that she put on it. Who Could- did it? Was it Espana? No, I think we've seen numerous kind of like Yellow Rain Mac, like Chelsea Boy. Um, yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Joe Black, mm-hmm. even April Carry On, actually that amazing. Um, anyway, so this is this is really cute. I like the twist she's given it. She says it's a Dior inspired twist, and you can certainly see that in the silhouette. Um, so this this is really good. Um, I think this is one of John Buzz's best runway weeks so far. Mm, actually, I'm seeing a bit of Dior in there. Yeah. Um, is there any Mugler? Tom, not springing to mind, but no. you know, there's always time for Mugler. We got. Black Pepper, who is dressed as a, um, a lioness from uh, Lion Queen. Not a lioness. There's a mane on that lion. Although, actually, some lionesses can grow a mane. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. I love that she kind of, like, dragged the hell out of that mask on top of her head. Yeah, It's, like, glitified. It's just oh, glitified, yesified. <laughs> is that inside that song? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I like how she um, dragged up the... It could have been like quite a simple leotard, but she's given it a kind of like multi-animal print, kind of Roberto Cavalli kind of vibe. Mm. Um, so I think Pepper, look, Pepper looks great every week on this runway. Yeah. We've got um, Dakota, who's, you know, Fanny Girl. I find a Funny Girl. Fanny Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> funny Girl. Uh, There's a whole contro- um, controversy happening at the moment because Lee Michelle from Glee yeah. is um, playing the lead in that. Um, Do you hear it- what Chris Colfer said? No. They, they asked him in an interview, are you going to go see Leo in Funny Girl? And he went, no, I can be triggered at home. 
<laughs> I just find cancel culture so strange because as long as you're talented enough, you can get away with it. As long as you're, you know, powerful enough, you can get away with, yeah, with things. The, the, um, they knew that Leah Michelle was a demon. Um, they did. They, <laughs> they did. The they all knew. Everyone knew. The directors knew. The producers knew. Everyone knew it. But because she was so good, they allowed her to be that way. I mean, yeah. she's had so many run-ins with so many of the like every oh, it's, cast it's like member. Ellen, isn't it? It's just like or James Corden. There's such a like body of evidence that they're not great people to work with. And why do they get away with it? Power. I don't know. Money. Power. I. I don't know. It's like everyone's forgiving Leah Being because she's white. just that's that's a big part. That can yeah. be a big part. But everyone's forgiving Leah because she's just so good. I mean everyone like she's just everyone on TikTok just loving her. She's and everyone's talented. like forgetting how bad of a person she is. Ellen was very good at portraying somebody likable. You know, that was her talent. Um how do you, what do you think about this costume? I think um I'm not that familiar with Funny Girl, but to me, it's very of the 60s. And I do think that's Dakota's vibe. I think that's like her go-to era. Mm. Um, I think so. It's really beautiful. I love this huge Valley of the Dolls hair on her. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, the 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 outfit itself, the bright orange kind of color blocking, um, almost smock-like um, dress. I think it's pretty. It's elegant. She looks statuesque. Um I like it. It's like Dakota. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm getting Dakota's style now. I'm not gonna gonna be like um, expecting grand camp theatrical presentations from Dakota. I'm gonna expect like chic, understated, feminine, and that's what she's delivering. And she looks really pretty. Lovely. Mm. Let's talk about your favorite. This is my favorite one because I was hoping there'd be a Frankenfurter, but then I'm Frankenfurter. And everyone will know. Oh God, um, we're not going. We're not going to do this again. No, the next best thing that we have is you're going as riffraff in Brighton. You... You're going as riff in Brighton. You are going as riffraff. Uh, my ears are going to start bleeding. I will. I will come into your room at night and cut your wigs. <laughs> I'm not going to wear a wig. I think I'm just going to back. Well, then I'll cut hair. you. <laughs> oh God. Okay, Tom. I'll cut you. Anyway, let's move on. So um, this is actually one of the few musicals I'm probably a little more familiar with than you. So she's portraying Hedwig from Hedwig Hedwig and the Angry Inch with that classic Hedwig hairstyle, the winged kind of like Farrah Fawcett on steroids kind of look. Great makeup, very glam rock presentation in this denim jumpsuit with the Isis wings. And th- th- so much work has gone into this. It's stoned. It's distressed. Um, there's the um, the quote emblazoned across the ISIS wings. Fantastic. Really great job. Chad has not had a... Ba- she's, she's like um, um, Pepper. She's not had a bad runway week. She just kills I do her. like it. I do like mm. it as well. And then we have Le Phil from The King and I. I think she looks really pretty and elegant. I like this, you know, kind of crimson and gold robe. I could see who she was as soon as she stepped out. Yep, absolutely. Um, and I really, I really enjoyed that. And again, she's most of these queens have spoken of a musical that speaks to them. And she loved the blending of cultures in The King and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it just feels like, I'm not saying like loads of other fashion references here, but it feels very true to 
And it's just, she's fulfilling the brief. I, I remember in school, in primary school, I think it was about eight or nine, we had to walk to the, no, no, we caught a bus to the nearest college in, in Auckland, which is Salwyn College. Yeah. And we got to watch a performance there. Um, and it was The King and I. And I, I knew nothing about musicals. And the only reason I knew that word, et cetera, was because <laughs> I remember I remember in the, in the show, someone mm-hmm. doing... It, Doing et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I just thought that was the strangest thing ever that someone said. <laughs> and, I remember, and I remember that just stuck with me the whole time. I'm like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, I, and that's why this, that really just brings yeah. back that memory of me being a kid watching this man oh. where you, who's just a teenager because of school production, just to saying et cetera, et cetera. It's strange. It's, it's strange what you remember. Yeah. It's cute to think of you sitting there with your little cogs wearing in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <With that. laughs> Baby. Has come from. Um, I'm, I'm, think, I'm guessing she's Juliet from Anne Juliet. Yeah, so neither of us is that familiar I with the production know. of Anne Juliet. Nope, I don't. But from what I can gather, um, it's a modern interpretation of Romeo and Juliet, and the costuming reflects that. It's um, obviously we can see we can we can see it in in Baby's presentation here. There's the Shakespearean elements with the kind of pantaloons and the puff sleeves, but modern elements. Uh, like with the denim and the dungarees and stuff. And I love her hair. Um, I love the sort of faux hawk. Um, great. She looks She looks cool. And I again, like I'm, I'm understanding a lot of the girls' fashion sensibilities as we go along. Baby's um, fashion sensibility is very urban, very cool, very modern. And again, probably you could consider her looks to be less, in inverted commas, high drag than some of the other queens, but still very cool and chic. I want to say that Danny Beard's outfit's probably one of my favourites on stage. This it's is just fantastic. Uber camp. It's just ridiculous. It is just it is theatre. This is theatre. This looks. Expensive. This look has just given her the win. I think it has. I yeah, think she had. It I, I think she had it anyway. But you know, like, will they give her two wins in a row? That's the thing. Like, there's if there's she's such a gamble. It, she's earned it. She's definitely earned it. And this look should solidify that win. This is. I love it. I love the shape. I. I mean, on top of her, she's got. I mean, she's got the damn mouth. She's got the damn headpiece. This is fantastic. She's got it all. This is amazing. So she's Audrey too from Little Shop of Horrors, isn't she? And as soon as she came out, we're just like, feed me. Yeah. Um, looking absolutely stunning. I mean, obviously, there's all these amazing bits that that give us Audrey. There's the the headpiece. There's the plant pot around her ankles because the the dress itself is actually a fairly simple bodycon dress. But I, this is. Again, people have been criticising Danny the past few weeks for her silhouette being a bit repetitive. So she's shut all them up, definitely. <laughs> yeah. um, this week is a big um, middle finger. Abs- absolutely outstanding. Um, she's like, um, she's like if Audrey 2 were a Pokemon and she's about to use Vine Whip or Power Whip, I think. Um, really, really fantastic. Again, I'm not seeing fashion. I'm seeing like a high camp, high drag musical reference. The winner this week is Danny. The bottom two lip syncing tonight will be Le Phil and Dakota. That's what I think. Le Phil and Dakota. I think you're probably right because I would agree that Pepper had just a little bit more sass in her performance and her runway look they'll probably consider more elevated, I mm. think. Um, so, yeah, and Danny's won. And I'm going to say the highs 
nothing's really changed my mind. You know, Jombas is up there. The other one could be Chadder, could be Baby, could be Pixie. Yeah. Shall we see? Yeah. Okay. Um, congratulations, Danny Beard. Danny Beard. Three wins and we're not even... Well, we're kind of getting to halfway through the season. Do you reckon Danny's going to hit the four winners circle? I mean, when I think about things we've got in the future, like snatch game, acting challenges, there's a strong chance. Blimey. blimey. We, may see, we may see other queens with comedy talents, you know... Get other wins, but yeah. Danny fully deserved this this week. Um, Johnson picks, he deserved all that praise too. You said something about um, RuPaul just picking on UK queens for having no lips because Jomba's got <laughs> the know. same critique as Lady Camden. It totally is. It totally is. <laughs> like, Ru, sorry, we don't all have full pouty Come lips. to Liverpool, girl. Come to Liverpool, oh, Ru. Oh. You will see all the lips you 50, need. 50% of Liverpool has pouty <laughs> Touch lips. this lips. Touch all of these lips. Liverpool has been touched by several angels. The bottom two, surprisingly, is the coder there with Baby. I, I did not see that. I think that's not, that, that's not correct. Baby shouldn't be in the bottom two it didn't it didn't feel fair her 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 performance is one of the better performances i found that a bit strange dakota adore her um but as as we said and as the judges said it's just about who sparkled a little less this episode and black paper was giving everything she was she was lafille was spared the bottom two I mean, that's, Again. That's, that's the judge's call. Yeah. That's the judge's call. Let's talk about lip syncing because it was good. I don't know who to choose. I feel very strongly a, a, about um, a double Shantae here. This would be worthy of it. The thing is, you would think that Baby would assassinate Dakota, but Dakota is bloody good. She gives face, can, but she gives movement, and she just she's such a good performer. Can I just ask you, where was this Dakota at the brunch we went to? Wow, what a... Re- Tom, how much wine have you had, girl? No, you know... Like, you're right, you're right. Dakota I, did not have... This, Dakota that we saw at Drag Brunch, she had at hangover, our first ever Drag Brunch, was not like this. She was not like this. She wasn't. It just it This wasn't was not the Dakota energy. we saw. This was fantastic. The, she was... They were both fantastic. Dakota gave great face, like you say. That really funny moment with walking away. We thought she was going to do a Ginny Lemon. Then she popped back around. Very, very cute. Great. But she was also dancing and moving and just really in the music. Was just, was a, was, she was there. She was in it. Great was performance great. instincts. And, and Baby's just yeah, a little superstar there on stage as well. Like, she's just as good. I honestly think this is double Shantae worthy. And I hope it is. Because Baby shouldn't have been in the bottom two, and Dakota is a front runner. It's it's hard. It's hard for me because um, yeah, Baby was was good. Baby gave good face, good yeah. performer, good energy. Um, she 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 she's an all round performer. I feel that this should be a double Shantae. If I had to choose one, if I had to choose one, ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say one if I had to choose one, although I, my main pick is double Shantae. If I had to choose one. Okay, three, three, prob- see, on three to one. Three, two, one. Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, I'm, what, why am I choosing Dakota? That's so because strange. They're both fantastic performances, but there was just something about her that had like this humor and spontaneity that, that worked for me. But that's not to diminish Baby's performance because she was amazing too. And my preference would be that they both stayed. Okay, well, well let's see. Uh... 
So remix. Wow, yeah. I'm pre- I was pretty shocked. So what's happened is that before RuPaul was able to make the announcement mm-hmm. of who stays and who goes, we had a, an interruption. Baby put her hand up and said that she wants to go home to look after herself. You know what? I'm, I'm conflicted because usually when someone forfeits something like this, I'm always like, uh, uh, uh. but if it's for your mental health, I think Good you on could, you. You could argue that any queen who's ever left the show has done it for the sake of our mental health, whether it's been Ginny Lemon, Inti, um, you know, even All Stars girls like Angina and Mayhem Miller voting for themselves. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, well, we didn't really talk about it a moment ago, but, but Baby brought up on, on stage that she really struggles with anxiety. And I've had a real sense with Baby throughout the weeks that she sets incredibly high standards for herself and she's a real striver. And that's great to be a driven and motivated person, but it's also really, really, it's a tough road. How do you get over that, Tom? How do you get over putting so much pressure on yourself because of the expectation of others on you? What it's, do you do? It, it's a, it can be a big piece of work, but a lot of it has to do with having more compassion for yourself and having less self-criticism yeah. and working on that critical inner voice. Um, so, you know, accepting that we, we can strive and we can achieve, but we don't always achieve and that's part of life. And because you're not achieving all the time that doesn't make you any less of a person and not allow that highly self-critical inner voice to take over and you know there are lots of techniques and it's it's highly individualized how you deal with that give me one technique well i always like to think about um the, the kind of compassionate friend kind of technique um where you think about something or someone in your life often and this may sound silly but it works a pet is often a good one think about like when you're being really unkind to yourself think about what your pet would say to you because we know that our pets love us really unconditionally well well not if you've got a cat not if you've got a cat (laughs) (laughs) not if you have a cat (laughs) Um, no but they can be a good example um and, you know, think, what would they say about me in this situation? It can really kind of remind you of your positive qualities and allow you to channel a bit of kindness towards yourself. Um, but completely respect and admire Baby for being so open and honest about how she was feeling. I'm sure there are a lot of people around the world who have watched this and connected with that and thought, wow, Baby is amazingly talented, yet she also struggles with anxiety so that that's pretty inspirational to me. Before the lip sync, she said, I, I actually, in my mind, was like, oh, she's not going to do the lip sync. She's going to walk mm. out because the words that she said before the lip sync was, I know what I have to do. Mm. And so I thought that, oh, she didn't say, I'm going to say the You're house right. down. This I is- picked up on that too, yeah. but I didn't. I, then I thought, oh, but she's slaying the lip sync. No, because I usually should be like, I want to eat this girl. I want to send her mm. home. I want to show everyone why I'm there in London. But she just said, oh, I'm, I know what to do. I, I know what I have to do. So I thought I actually thought she was going to leave. But then I started saw her start to move. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This is what she's mm. doing. And then when she left, I'm like, well, yeah, she kind of said she was going to. She so- still slayed. What saddens me about this really is that baby shouldn't have been in the bottom two. Yeah. However, that's how it's played out. Um, I hope she's doing great. I hope she's looking after herself. I hope I hope she's um, found a bit of space to work on that anxiety and those high expectations she sets for herself because she's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Dakota gets to say, and next week we have the Snatch Game. We do. Danny, been- I'm, I'm counting on Danny on going for three wins in a row. Four. 
Oh, three in a row, in sorry, a row. for a total. Yeah. I think Chad is going to be great. I think it's going to be Chad this week. Shall we see? Well, make sure you join us next week for today's game. This is Bolo. And oh, first of all, make sure that you're following us on all our social medias. <laughs> there's the Instagram, there's a Twitter, there's a TikTok. Write mm-hmm. us a review. We'll shout you out. Um, but join us again next week. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love. See you soon.